Better and Longer with The Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert from fitness.com, and welcome to the Fitness Show. Summer has kicked off, and uh, I'm in a good mood. My kids are out of town, hooray! So uh, most importantly, they're out of town having a fabulous time at the beach with friends, and that makes me feel good, and it makes me feel not guilty about enjoying a little bit of silence on my own. So hooray for me. I've had a couple weeks. Well, not really a couple weeks at home. I went to Buffalo, a Memorial Day weekend, came back for, you know, life. And then I visited my brother in Fort Lauderdale and we got to go boating. And Fort Lauderdale is where I grew up and it's quite beautiful. And we, we drove down in torrential storms, the blinding torrential storms that would make any other resident of any other state stop, pull over, run for cover. Um, but I guess we're just kind of used to that. However, you know, even though I'm quote unquote used to the driving in the nightmarishly blinding torrential storms, there was a lot of carnage on the side of the road on the way down south. So yeah, we got to be careful and not get too cocky here in our um, swamp that we live in. But had so much luck in Fort Lauderdale because the clouds parted and the sun came through and, you know, they always say... The best boat to have is your friend's boat, and I do agree with that, but even better is to have your brother's boat. So my brother John and his wife Sandy are spectacular, and the kids and I got to go out and, and just enjoy that, and that's, that's my quality of life, is when I can do the work uh, necessary to put myself in a position to get somewhere peaceful and go out on a boat, just be out on the water. That is my reward. So I hope you find something rewarding to do as well this summer because that really, hey, that's not going to be the end of my reward, but it was certainly a really good start. And for as many seedy, unsavory parts of Fort Lauderdale there are, there are some really spectacular opportunities and um, the natural resources, I think, in my opinion, are the best in the country. We have the only subtropical climate. So it's legit heat, and I know you guys probably don't like the sticky, but I love the sticky. I love hot, uh, heat that's actually hot, and the water was warm, and it's just so nice. So anyways, did that. I'm home for a little bit, and I head to Texas on June 23rd to host another epic battle at sea. The kettlebells and alarm bells, 911 throwdown. This time we're having this functional fitness competition on the USS Texas, which I'm absolutely ecstatic about. I believe it's another battleship and put on by Cliff Walker. It should be a lot of fun. So I'm really looking forward to that. And, you know, summer is in full swing. Oh, and this is what I wanted to tell you guys. Before we get into this, the actual content of this show, is that um, one of my friends was saying, I don't go to the beach. I have no tan. I'm so ghostly. Okay. And I'm, I've said it before, sunscreen is the most vital ingredient I own in my home. And sunburns are really stupid. Suntans are really stupid. They're equivalent to smoking on the danger scale. And I've had both my dad and my mom's mom die of melanoma. 
So besides all the scars, the wrinkles, the spots, the actual stains on your skin, the aging that the sun provides, it will kill you or it can kill you. So um, don't go get a sunburn and don't go get a suntan. However, go get a spray tan. And I couldn't be any more of an advocate for spray tanning. I just love it. I've been doing it for a very long time. And 30 years ago when uh, spray tanning or sunless tanning began, yes, the concoctions turned people orange and yes, they smell bad. But the industry has come a long way. Science has improved and people have found new options. And I walk out of, I do airbrushing and sometimes I do the mystic tan, which is where you stand in the little phone booth thing. I come out smelling great with the most beautiful color ever. And if it, if I have any control of it, I will never get another ounce of natural color on my skin again. That's how, how much I believe that the sun is a killer and bad for me. However, I will certainly continue to go spray tan. And so if you ever look at me and say, wow, she's got some color. Fitz has been out in the sun. It's purely fake. It's spray tan and I'm proud of it. So I encourage you to go give that a try. Um, there's a bunch of options. Just, just check them out. Check Groupon. Find a good deal. If you go to one place and you don't like it, try another. And yes, men... Men spray tan too. And I'll show up for my appointment and I'll arrive passing by some accountant looking guy on his way out and there's a policeman coming in. So lots of regular Joes finally realizing that if they want to get some color, they should do it in a much healthier way. Most of these products are organic. I've spoken to many of my physicians, my dermatologists, and my pulmonologists, and they all agree it's a really safe options. So having gotten that out of my system, I hope you all go give spray tanning an option or sunless tanning at home and then let me know. Reach out. I'm at fitness on all of the social media channels and at fitness.com but I would love to hear what your experience holds because you know we can all agree that having a little color often makes us feel fresher, better, etc. At least it does for me. So spray tan. Give it a go, and yes, you have to invest a little money in it, but it's a lot cheaper than chemotherapy. So that is my <laughs> thoughts on that. So we're going to talk about a few things that may be aha moments for some of you, and, and I come up with these topics based off of the feedback I get through you all or people around me throughout my days, and then I kind of condense them into a package that I can deliver in a way that makes sense. So my dental hygienist. Every time I go in for a tooth cleaning or a teeth cleaning, she talks to me about trying to lose weight. And it's been going on for years, and she's really nice, but I want to strangle her because she refuses to listen to the truth, the fact. She's always, oh, what do you think about these products? My friends are using them. They want me to buy these products. And I always say, no, those are snake oil. What credentials do your friends have? Oh, nothing. She does, did, Is she a nutritionist? Does she have an, a, high, a college degree in a fitness-related topic? Exercise sports sciences, like mine, for example. No, this is, she's just some lady. She's a stay-at-home mom trying to earn extra money. Okay, well, clearly we're not buying products from that person or any of the others, but she is saying, well, I'm, I was telling her, listen, you just have to eat wisely. You got to exercise. I boil down the exact formula for weight loss in about 30 seconds for her and tell her, you just got to get off your butt and move. She goes, 
well, I'm going to lose weight and then work out, which makes me want to jump off of my little dental chair and strangle her and maybe put one of those little dental drills up to her forehead and threaten her life for the stupidity because she's really nice, but she does not absorb information no matter how many times I give it to her. And so losing weight and then adding exercise. I finally said, I, I, didn't, I didn't drill her brains out. I didn't do that. What I did say is people looking for clean teeth. First of all, what if I told people, what if I sold them a product, a gummy product, and said, chew this gum and you won't get cavities, but they did not brush their teeth or floss? Oh, well, that doesn't make sense. I said, well, that's the equivalent of buying these diet products your friends are selling. You're the skinny coffee, the Advocare, the Beach Body. It's all a bunch of crap. And it's the equivalent of me selling people teeth cleansing gum and, and not talking about the nuts and bolts of actual dental hygiene, which is brushing your teeth and flossing. Okay, so she heard that. There is no other product. You just have to put in the work. So then with the whole statement on, I'm going to lose weight and then start exercising. All right, well, it's kind of like saying, I'm going to brush my teeth now, but until they're perfectly clean, I'm not going to floss. What if I told you I wasn't going to floss because I wanted to get clean teeth first? Well, that wouldn't make any sense. Okay, well, exercise and eating wisely go hand in hand. It is insane to suggest I'm not going to have my body be strong or flexible or have my heart and lungs um, of great quality where they can provide me with great endurance. I'm not going to work on my balance. I'm going to let my body be weak and tight and unstable until I lose weight. So just like you wouldn't avoid flossing on your, in your efforts to clean your teeth, you don't avoid exercise in your efforts to lose weight. Start now. I don't care if you're 750 pounds. Yes, your eating habits are the greatest factor in your size. And I'll say that till I'm blue in the face. If you want to lose weight, you have to use the exact formula weight for weight loss, and when you get to your goal weight, you have to stick with your caloric budget for the rest of your life. That's how you keep it off. Your eating habits are the number one contributor to your size. However, your life, your quality of life requires you to move your body in a particular way. I mean, if you just say, I'm not going to exercise, and you do, you give up strength, you give up flexibility, you give up stability, you give up endurance, and why would you not want that? Not only would you not want that, but if you exercise now, no matter how little you're doing, it's going to increase your chances of reaching your goal weight faster and achieving those goals. So don't wait. It's hand in hand. You eat wisely and you exercise. Don't, I'm going to exercise when I lose the weight. Or I've had some people actually say, you know, once I lose the weight, I'm going to work on developing muscles. No, you do it at the same time. You just go all in as quickly as you can. And, and you don't have to be psychotic about it, but you should start working on all areas of fitness today. Don't wait. Don't put off strength training till tomorrow. Don't put off balance training till tomorrow. Because if you don't work on your balance today, you're more likely to fall down tomorrow. And so it's got to be a complete package. Start working on yourself. Don't don't trick yourself into thinking you could or should do one without the other because it's just nonsense. The other thing people will say um, is, well, 
I'm eating right, I know I'm losing weight, but I'm replacing it with so much muscle, so that's why the scale's not moving. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. If you're trying to lose weight and you're using the formula or you think you are, yet you've been kind of, you've given yourself a lot of wiggle room on that subject, you probably aren't replacing that weight with um, identifiable, weighable, mu measurable muscle. So don't, don't talk, don't trick yourself into thinking, yeah, I really lost weight, I just gained muscle. Don't, there, at some point, there will be a change, but that's probably not your issue. If you have not lost weight this week, it's probably because you have not stuck strictly to the formula, you've given yourself a little bit here or there, and um, that's what's holding you back. In fact, I've had a few of my hotties, Elise and Anna, have both, and Richard Green, they have come out and said, you know what, it's important to measure your food because I thought I was having you know, a bowl of cereal, which was one serving, but it turns out when I measured it, I was actually having two bowls and that's, uh, two servings, and that's why I wasn't losing weight. So pull out a measuring cup, do some measuring when you're calculating serving sizes. You might be really surprised at how much more you're consuming. Anna Hodling had said that she used to go to Subway and get a full sub, a 12-inch sub for um, lunch, and she had it with cheese and she had it with mayo, and it just is what it was. And um, she's a healthy girl. She's an Ironman triathlete, marathon runner, on and on and on. But when she started using the exact formula, she thought, you know what? I'm just going to test and see if I could and be satisfied with a, a six-inch sub. And she was. She continuously ordered a foot-long sub out of habit. And that wasn't working for her. And to be honest with you, ladies or people of small size, 150 pounds or less, you probably don't need a foot long for lunch. That's a hell of a lot of food. You know, get yourself a six inch and then add some carrots and an apple and some raspberries. But a foot long sub for a smallish person, that's a really big lunch, unnecessary. So, you know, be, be uh, hold tight to your formula, don't put off exercise, and then measure your servings. You may be surprised that you're actually having double or triple the amount of food you think you're having. And so you're logging in that you had a 175 calorie bowl of cereal when really you're having a 475 calorie bowl of cereal. That'll make a difference. And that's probably the thing that's holding you back. It probably, you know, when you don't lose weight, don't don't convince yourself you've gained muscle. At, at some point there will be a change, but I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't make that explanation to yourself. I wouldn't give yourself that out about it. So um, yeah, that, that's my first message. Second, you can gain weight eating wisely. I can't tell you how many people over the years have come to me and said, Fitz, I need to lose you know, 20 pounds. Okay, well, what are you eating? Well, I eat really healthy. Okay, well, what are you eating? It's, trust me, it's really healthy. I have organic this, and I've got, um, quinoa. Okay, great. I'm impressed. But you still are 20 pounds heavier than you want to be. So let's talk nuts and bolts. And, and often I'd say, make me a food diary. Write down every bite you take for the next three days. And what I would find is this people were, yeah, maybe some of them really were eating high quality, nutritious food, but they were going overboard with it. They were eating too much. They were eating too many bananas, you know, too much Quinoa, yeah, quinoa is great and a high-protein carbohydrate. However, it's got a lot of calories. And so the caloric budget is most vital to your weight loss. 
And of course, I want you to pack your caloric budget with highly nutritious foods as much as you can with a little wiggle room, but you can definitely gain weight eating healthy food. And so it's not all bacon cheeseburgers that causes us to be overweight. I know a lot of vegans who are way overweight. And you probably do too. So um, keep that in mind. I want you to have high quality food, but there's also a limit on how much you can take before your body says, all right, you filled me up too much. I'm going to expand as a result. So let's keep that in mind while we're working towards achieving our goal weight. As well, I have someone I really care about. She's one of the runners. She's a delight. She's really one of the sweetest girls in the world. She joined my hottie challenge and was talking about, what did she say? She wasn't losing much weight. And this is a woman who really the weight could fall off of her easily, easily. And um, I said, are you using the formula? She goes, I don't know what that is. And said, okay, well, here it is. And she said, well, I work with a health coach at my company or my insurance company. I said, okay, well, there's a big difference. There's a lot of people who have jobs in the health and fitness industry. There's not a lot of people who are so jacked up with science and usable knowledge that they can actually change your life. I'm that person. I am wildly successful at getting people to achieve their goal weight. And it's been proven time and time and time and time and time and time again for almost three decades. I started very, very young. So uh, I want you to keep that in mind. The lady who works at your wellness center in your business, maybe she's great at teaching yoga. Maybe she's fantastic at showing you how to use the machines. Maybe she really doesn't understand the science behind actual weight loss, caloric budget, managing your intake. And I, I'm not claiming to be the only resource in the world who's accurate, but consider the fitness industry. Most people are allowed in it with no diploma, no certificate at all. In fact, every last one of you can make a business card and claim you're a personal trainer. That's how much education is required to do the job. Nothing. Nothing at all. And what is a corporation looking for? I don't know. Maybe a bachelor's in health education. And you know what that health education gives you as far as nutrition and exercise? nothing, nothing at all. Those are the people who spread messaging about disease prevention and so forth, but they're not a hands-on credentialed person who um, does what I do, who takes people to the next level. So keep in mind, um, there are some, some, not everyone is created equal, right? In every profession. And, and so what I'm asking you to do is understand that this exact formula is based on science. I didn't make this stuff up. It comes from research, and there's thousands of you to stand up and say, yeah, it actually works, and it's easy, and it's executable, and I'm not hungry at the end of the day, and oh boy, have I lost a hell of a lot of weight. Next up, every bit of exercise counts. And so many of you are going on vacation or you're moving. I've, I've had messages saying, I'm not going to be able to exercise for the next four days because I'll be doing this. I'm not accepting that. I just simply do not accept that. Wake up in the morning and do 20 lunges down the ha hall of your hotel. Wake up in the morning, do 20 push-ups. Do a walk around the block during lunch. Do some jumping jacks after dinner. Go for a walk before bedtime. I'm not accepting that you have zero time to squeeze an exercise. And do you need to get in 30 minutes every day? Absolutely not. However, 
every bit pushes you forward. If I made you do burpees for just two minutes today, you would hate my guts. Uh, 62 seconds in, you would be literally cursing me out. And so let's not pretend that a two-minute burst of exercise can't be add stress, quality stress to your body that makes you better and takes you up a notch. And so that's what I want you to do is just make no excuses. Don't ever send me a message that says, I'm not going to be able to exercise for four days because of X, Y, Z. You better be in a coma. If you're in a coma for four days, you get your get-out-of-jail-free card. I'm, I'm all right with you skipping the exercise. But if you're not, let's find a way. Also, on the flip side of no small amount is too small, y'all can really add some extra exercise. Some people say, oh, I, would, I wouldn't go over an hour. That would be preposterous. I'm not going to do more than an hour of exercise. I might get hurt. No, no, you won't. <laughs> you could go out hiking for five hours today and probably be fine. Come home, have some lunch, go out and do Zumba later tonight, or go for a swim. You can really move your body for a very long amount of time. Now, there's a difference between um, exercising for a long time and exercising extremely intensely. And so Julie Marino, who was, she's in fantastic shape, fantastic shape. She went to an Orange Theory class. And her heart rate is so low that, and she's wearing the heart rate monitor. And the point is to keep your heart rate within this particular training zone while you do their workouts. Well, her heart rate's not budging, and she's trying to get her heart rate up into the training zone, and she's really pushing it all out. She says she ends up lying on the floor, huffing, puffing, feeling like a goof at the end of the class. That's intense. So you don't want to do intense exercise like that for four hours. However, at the casual pace most people are moving, you could exercise for a significant amount of time throughout each day or some days. And maybe you do go for, maybe you're trying to do a 5k in under 30 minutes. So you get a killer run in in the morning when you wake up. There is no reason you can't also go swimming at lunch or go dancing at night or go for a walk after dinner. And so be reasonable on both sides of the spectrum. You can do two minutes of exercise and be better for it. You can really go exercise for four or five hours in a day and not be harmed by it. And, and so don't put yourself in an obscure bubble that really has no merit. Um, you'll know when you're doing too much. You know, I, I did strength training. I did my, my strength training for runner's workout yesterday with a little bit extra. And by the time I left there, my legs were shaking shaking. Fortunately for me, I had a massage planned for right after, which is also unfortunate for me because it hurt like a mother and I curse. I do a little song to my therapist. I, I, it's something like, I'm going to kill you and you're going to die and it's going to be horrible. And I sing these insane lyrics to her while she's torturing me. But anyway, I would have been ridiculous to push my leg workout much further than I did. So I didn't. I had a solid workout, and then I, I, I got done with it. But then later, I got on the elliptical trainer. There was no harm in that. And I could have gone for a swim, and I actually did take my dog for a walk after, too. And so don't, don't put these bizarre limitations on yourself. Squeeze in a little bit when you can. Go the extra 
hour, two hours, five hours on a day where you have free time. Go surfing, go swimming, go bowling, go roller skating, go hiking. Do it all. There's no reason you can't. And our marathoners, you know, if you've ever been to a marathon, especially a significant size one, you get 30,000 people. Some people can do that marathon in about two hours, 10 minutes. Wow. But the rest of them take four to seven hours to do it. And they're out there exercising. Some people are, are out there for eight hours. And I assure you the people that are out there for eight hours are working a hell of a lot harder than the people who completed the marathon in two hours-ish. Um, but yeah, there's our bodies are designed to move, and they're designed to move all the time. They're not designed for all the sitting we do. So keep yourself out of that mental box because you shouldn't be there. Uh, the last thing I want to talk to you about is the fact that you deserve nice things right now. Don't wait until you lose the weight. Don't wait until you have the spray tan. Don't wait until you've, I don't know, completed this race. Do nice things for you now. We talked about this with the tank top mandate, which, boy, has that gone over in spades. You guys are amazing. I've had so many people post their sweaty selfies in tank tops, and the words are very clear. This was uncomfortable for me. I didn't own a tank top. I went out and bought one, but boy, do I feel great. I feel free. My arms really enjoy being cool while I exercise. I can do a lot more now that I'm properly dressed. And so that was fantastic and heartening and made me feel very happy. So I'm so proud of all of you who took on the tank top mandate, stepped outside of your box, and went for it. And I hope you're wearing tank tops as, as often as you can whenever it is uh, appropriate to do so. And um, I want you to go have fun now. Remember, it's summer. You deserve fun at the beach today. You deserve a dip in the pool tomorrow. You deserve all of the good things that you've been putting off because you don't like your hips. Your hips are not you. They do not define you. I have full respect for you trying to improve your body, take it to the next level, and I I insist you do that, in fact. I think you should always be trying to improve your health and your fitness level and get yourself more comfortable and closer to the image of yourself you'd like to see. However, you don't have to wait for all of those things to fall in line to be good to yourself. And so whatever version of being good for your, to yourself that is, do it now. You know, if you're with a jerky partner who treats you like crap, you don't have to wait to lose the weight to ditch that person. Ditch them now. You deserve to be around people who love you and respect you and are happy to see you when you walk in the door. Don't wait to lose weight to move on to a career you love. Don't wait. Every day is a great opportunity. And, you know, sometimes I think, you know, I'm not guaranteed my next birthday. What would I regret if I were diagnosed with a horrible disease tomorrow? What would I regret if I got hit by a bus tomorrow and could no longer walk, what would I regret not doing? And I'm not a macabre person. <laughs> I am not. However, I have, good, uh, I have good perspective and I have a hunger to make life as good as possible, as quickly as possible all the time. And so don't wait. Don't wait for the bus. Don't wait for the disease. Don't wait for you to have the perfect thighs or the perfect boobs or the perfect back. You deserve the good things today. And so, along with that tank top mandate, now I want you to go do something fabulous, something you've been putting off, and let me know what it is. And that will be 
very fun for me. That will make me happy. I know you guys don't spend your day wondering how you can please Fitz Kohler, but I deserve nice things. I deserve them today. So what I want you to do is get your butt in gear, go do something fabulous, and then sit your butt down and tell me about it. Fair? I think it's very fair. All right, so before I go, I want to tell you about one of my friend's podcasts. It's called the Not Real Runners Podcast. That's right, not for real runners. This is the Not Real Runner Podcast. If you're a runner who would rather have a fun time than a fast time in a race, check out their podcast where they talk about everything race-related minus anything to do with speed. John and Sarah are your back-of-the-pack divas who will never win a race but will definitely win your hearts. They are your guides to running as a slow runner. Which races are great for slower runners and which to avoid? Listen to your one-stop shop for the back of the packers and find out. And I'm going to tell you what, the back of the pack is where the party's at. And of course, come visit me at fitsness.com. Follow me at fitsness on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, all of the above. Join my Hottie Body Fitness Challenge. Let me boss you around on a daily basis to help you become more fit. And most importantly, stick around, listen to the information on my Morning Mile program, and let's get more kids moving in the morning. Get to work, everybody. Bye. Hi, this is Rudy Novotny, the voice of America's marathons. We all love how much running has benefited every aspect of our lives, so much so that most of us only wish we'd started sooner. Wouldn't it be wonderful to give the opportunity to children of today? Well, you can the Morning Mile is a before-school walking and running program that gives children the chance to start each day in an active way while enjoying fun, music, and friends. That's every child, every day. It's also supported by a wonderful system of rewards, which keeps students highly motivated and frequently congratulated. Created by our favorite fitness expert, Fitz Kohler, Morning Milers across the country have run over 2 million miles and are having greater success with academics, behavior, and sports because of it. The Morning Mile is free to the child, free to the school, and is inexpensively funded by businesses or generous individuals. Help more kids get moving in the morning by visiting MorningMile.com. Champion the program at your favorite school or find out more about sponsorship opportunities. That's MorningMile.com. Long may you run.